to uh, Man of Steel right there. That's right, nine years ago, that beautiful piece of cinema came out and has been the same since, Jesus Christ. And, uh, you know, we're all just clamoring for another uh, another go at the uh, at that, that Superman guy right there, the certain cavil guy. Huh? How about that? Anyways, what's happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your Tuesday, June 14th. Hopefully you guys are doing good today. Uh, we'll talk about some stuff. A lot of controversies. A lot of controversy talk today. Jesus Christ. Another bit of controversy. But make sure you smash that like, thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. If you're not watching this live, guess what? It'll be chaptered out for you if you want to not hear me yammer on forever. But anyways, what's going on? We got Ryan right here. Oh, wait. I should probably click that. There we go. Ryan. Hey, Nighthawks here. What's going on? How's it going? We got uh, Fear Jason, always in the house. Always good to see you, buddy. Let's see, we got the other, uh, we got the other Stephanie in here too, of course. Good to see you, Lane. What's up, buddy? What is up, buddy? Always like seeing your videos. You playing that guitar? You now you just look cool playing that guitar. Let's say that, man. What's going on, JD McGray? We got Music Man right here, also. All right, we also got JN right there. Always good to see you, man. Hello, darling. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Eric Patterson, good to see you. Ahoy, hoy. Mr. McKenzie, always good to see you, buddy. Cheers, cheers. We got Tyler right here. We got Cat here in the house, too. Yes, nine year. Yeah, hopefully that'll happen next year. Ten year anniversary would be a perfect time to do another Snyder Con. What's going on, Strong Arm? Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, well, we got Jesse here, too, somewhere in here. <laughs> I think I accidentally skipped Jesse. My bad, but, oh, yeah, there's Jesse right there. Yo, saying here, hi to everybody. We got Satish, Mr. Kumar, right here. Uh, like I said, we'll be talking about that. We'll definitely be talking about that. So, uh, everybody's saying hi to each other. Hey, let's, uh, let's see uh, what's going on. Only person who needs to recast is Jose. That's, uh, that's what I was thinking, too. That's what I was thinking, too, you know, Mr. Jose right here, you know. Uh, a mod recast. <laughs> That's uh, so what could happen. You never know. Okay, we got, of course, Tony Movie Chappie D9. Neil Blomkamp fan. Always like to say your name. What is happening? Okay, who else we got? Oh, Mama Film Junkie is here, too. Okay, this thing just jumped on me as it does. Uh, I can never... F there it is. Hi, Mom. How's it going? Good to see you. Hello there, Mr. Sharma. All right. And we got Rosemary here, too. Good to see you. All right. Anybody else? Let's see. Bring back Tomahawk. Yeah, you're here. Uh, I know. Well, because you're just, you know, it's just, it's very easy for me to, uh, you know, do that. I've been following the vids, the vids from 2013 since the Man of Steel trailer reaction. I wonder when you will turn around and acknowledge DC is effed up. And as long as they keep uh, tokenizing the characters, so you've been a you've been a follower since the Man of Steel trailer reaction, and then you're wondering when I'm gonna acknowledge that they effed up. <laughs> I think I've acknowledged that they've effed up a lot of the DC stuff. 
in the past uh, few years. I'm just saying, but thank you for uh, being here. Mr. Amara, always good. And then, of course, we got Mr. Russ Barnes right here who's going to cause some ruckus in the Super Chat, as he does. So moderators, you know, if he asks you to, to uh, you know, put him in timeout, apparently he likes that. So, But always good to see you, Russ. Always good to see you. Always good to see everybody. Hopefully you guys had a good day. Like I said, oh, fighting the heat. It's hot everywhere. Yeah, it's hot here too. Not too bad. Not always too bad, but hey, what can you do? Um, uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> do you think, do I think that Bla that Cavill's going to show up in Black Adam? No, not currently, not currently the case right now, apparently. I wish, and I was hoping, fingers crossed, that it was going to be the case, but sadly, it's not looking like it right now. No deal, no deal, no negotiations. So if you've been reading, you know, scooper headlines that, that keep on, you know, and I'm sure there's going to be another one probably sometime soon where they just regurgitate what they've already said by, uh, there's negotiations happening, that's right. There's negotiations happening. Again, negotiations. Imminent. Henry Cavill coming back imminent. And they're going to use imminent and negotiate negotiations. That's what's going to be happening. You know, hey, Tony, what's up, Tony? Good to see you, buddy. All right. What? Oh, Captain Gator Girl's here. Did I not acknowledge? I'm sorry. I'm no, 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 no. I didn't. Like I said, this thing just like jumps up like crazy. Hi, Nikki. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Don't worry. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, this thing like moves a little too fast. And then, of course, we got Tim Diaz right here, too. So and then Ronak. Yes, uh, I don't have a link. Do I have a link to this shirt? I got it on Amazon. Just type in. I don't know. Just type in Batfleck shirt Amazon. I got this shirt a while ago. I got the shirt like last year. So, you know, since we're going to be talking about some Batfleck, you know, I figured why not wear the fat bat shirt today? So. But, yeah, sorry for anybody that I missed. Hey, there you go. And then, of course, Jacob, which Jacob gives me a lot of shit, so I can ignore him if I wanted to, you know. So, oh, and then, of course, yeah, see, I'm doing terrible today, just doing very terrible. Hi, Eric. Don't worry. Ah, oh, man. And then, of course, there's even Selena Kyle also here that I didn't acknowledge either. So doing just a terrible job at acknowledging you guys, but it's okay. I still love you all equally as my children. My film, Junkie Children, okay? Maybe some more than others. Just saying. It happens. Okay. Okay, so let's get started. Uh, I know. I'm ignoring the peasants. Ignoring the peasants. Uh, anyways, all right, here we go. Let's get to that tweets here because we got to talk about a lot of controversy and, you know, um, man, I tell you, it's just all crazy. It's all crazy. Everything's all crazy. There's just controversy everywhere. It's just what happens nowadays. All right, let's get to these tweets. Oh, shit. Did I forget to do that? I totally did. Hold on a second. Not that. Um, let's see. Whoop. Man, I forgot to I forgot to put my Twitter. Forgot to put my Twitter up right here. So yeah, I always forget to do something, right? All right, let's get the uh, Twitter profile and see what the hell was tweeted today. I didn't do that much tweeting. Come on. All right, let's see here. There's some cool stuff, though, and some funny stuff. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what you got to love about Twitter. Yeah, Twitter's a cesspool, but, you know, you know, it's still still good things. And, you know, the, the, where, where the Internet is the best is sometimes when it comes to, like, uh, 
when it comes to things, when it comes to things, you know, news and stuff, and people work fast. People definitely work fast. It's really quite great. All right, here we go. And then, of course, Mr. Fear Jason. Apparently, yesterday he was watching Film Chunky live from his tablet. I, th- I guess your tablet is in your car like that. That's pretty cool. Hopefully, you know, you were paying attention to the road, Jason, but I thought that was pretty cool when he uh, posted that. Very nice. Very nice. And then, uh, hey, Miss uh, Journey Smollett. She posted this in. Uh, she posted this video right here. Okay, well, we'll turn off the music. Look respectfully, guys. Okay, relax. You know, I mean, obviously, she's doing squats and they're like, "Hey, film me." So obviously, she's trying to uh, make it be known that she's working on her caboose. I don't know. I don't know if uh, the caboose is, is what she needs to do. I mean, she needs to work on her vocal cords, right? For Black Canary, because Black Canary is all about. Ah, but yes, look respectfully. Okay, you perverts, relax. You know, we're just looking respectfully. That's all. That's all. Doing them uh, squats right there. Yeah, she knows exactly what she's doing there, Music Man, yes. And then uh, I thought this was funny right here. (laughs) Uh, High School Musical, putting the Joker right there. Yeah. Um, You know, a lot of there's been a lot of pretty good memes when it comes to the whole musical dance number thing. When obviously that that we know that Joker 2 is going to be a little bit of a a musical, which, you know, people are still processing it. But then there are people that are just putting the Joker everywhere, which is great. We got David Ayer posting some awesome, uh, more awesome pictures in black and white. And uh, I'm guessing this is L.A. somewhere. And he said closed. I don't know if he's scouting locations. Who knows? Who knows? And then here's uh, Todd Phillips and Lady Gaga at the premiere of A Star is Born. So it looks like they were already developing like a nice little relationship when it comes to, hey, I'm thinking about uh, the sequel to Joker. Maybe you could be a part of it. You know, you ever think about being Harley Quinn? So, hey, there you go. So we got some images right there of Todd Phillips and... uh, and uh, and, um, and and Lady Gaga right there, so that's pretty cool. And then Boss Logic, Ha Ha Land, I like it, I like it. He was quick, absolutely quick on this. This is a pretty good poster poster right here because, uh, you know, it's obviously mimicking La La Land, and of course he had the bat signal in the background, which is kind of cool. And he used the 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 Battinson bat right there, so that's pretty cool. So good on you. Um, right here, apparently, finally, we're going to be getting some 4K Ultra HD for Real Genius. If you guys have not watched Real Genius, do yourself a favor. This could be, I don't know if it's, it's in my top three of favorite Val Kilmer movies. Probably, uh, you know, and what Mr. Uh, Robert Meyer Burnett said right here, top five 80s teen films. Yes, this one is very much up there. I love Real Genius. This movie is great. It's it's totally 80s. It's just every trope that you have in the 80s, but Val Kilmer is awesome in this, and uh, I just love this movie. Anytime that it was like on HBO or any movie channel, uh, I totally would watch it, and I haven't watched it in a bit, so I'm, yeah, I should probably pick up this 4K Ultra HD of Real Genius. Such a great movie. Underrated. I know people use underrated too much, but not too many people talk about Real Genius. They really don't. It's a really great 80s movie, for sure. And we have some uh, first-look images of, of Volume 2 of, season, of uh, season 4 of Stranger Things right here. 
So, you know, we all want Eddie to survive, but I don't think he's going to. Um, you know, poor Steve right here. Steve is just like rocking his chest hair because he's injured. He doesn't have, you know, what, what we love about Steve is he will just go, fuck it. I will protect everybody and just go with it. And, you know, and we all worry that Steve's going to end up getting offed in this whole saga. But he's surviving, and now he's wearing a jean jacket sleeveless jean jacket with no shirt underneath and of course he's got a nice little wound around his side area so but yeah some uh, images right here of uh of them and yes i mean these two right here could probably do a spin-off themselves with dustin of course so and then of course we're gonna have something right here of these two maybe reigniting their their love for each other and then of course we got 11 right here with uh what's his name so, yeah, cannot wait for uh, season uh, or volume two of uh, season four right there. And then look at this. OK, so with all the musical talk, now we got a new Smurfs movie that's going to be that's going to be in the works right here from Chris Miller. And it will be a musical. That's right. A musical Smith, a Smurfs movie. I almost said Smith's movie, a Smurfs movie musical. How many times have they like done Smurfs movies and then it's like, all right, do we have something here? And now we're going to I don't know. It's going to be something different. Now it's going to be a musical. Now it seems like musical was like trending yesterday. So let's release all the information about anything that's going to be a musical now. I mean, my God, why? I don't know. They've done so many different. They've tried to do the Smurfs movies a couple of times. And it's like, you know what? Smurfs, really? Do we need more Smurfs? I don't know. The next one will be an R-rated, like, you know, borderline, you know, hard R, like, Smurfs movie where they just all fuck each other up or, you know, have orgies or whatever the fuck, you know. That's what's going to be next after this. And then speaking of musicals, then we got the boys. Apparently, they're going to have a musical episode. I tell you what, it's not, it's not a mistake. This was all released. Look, the boys is going to have a musical episode. Apparently. The boys musical. I mean, <laughs> what the fuck? It, it's almost like they were everybody was just waiting for the Joker to be announced that it was going to be a musical kind of movie and now all of a sudden you got the smurfs gonna be musical and then the uh, i guess the next boys episode is going to have a musical element to it as well i mean what the fuck you know there's no mistakes in this it's kind of crazy it's kind of crazy to think about really it is it really is so ah uh, then there's all that hey you know uh i i will watch the the live action pinocchio but i am looking forward to the uh guillermo del toro pinocchio film that's going to be coming out that's all going to be uh you know that stop motion animation and everything so here's some uh new images of course vanity fair released some new images of uh, his pinocchio movie which should be interesting like it and hey in some other multiverse this was the case that's right. In some other multiverse in Star Wars, Anakin and Padme had Luke and Leia and everything was all good. Everything was all good. They lived happily ever after. You look at this image right here and you just kind of go, "Aw, if only, if only this would have happened. But of course, you know, Anakin was a little, little disgruntled, got a little pissed off. 
And then he just wanted all that power. And then sadly, this image right here, we did not see. But like I said, and some other, when, when Star Wars starts delving into the multiverse, which I would not be surprised if they end up doing one of these days, hey, maybe we'll see something like this. Interesting, right? So, all right. So, and then of course, if you, got, you wanted a little bit of a cleanse right here, here's an owl that is just like, you know, in, in some water and just enjoying himself. Look at that. Look at how happy that owl is, okay? If you're not happy right now, just, just imagine being an owl in a bowl of water, okay? Yeah, totally just having the time of his life. Look at the squinty eyes and everything like that. Because, you know, owls usually have their eyes are like completely just, ooh, ooh, you know? Adorable. Absolutely adorable. You got to love that. Oh, guys, guys, watch out. Grandpa, President Grandpa is upset. He's upset. Got to watch out, guys. I don't want to hear any more of these lies. That's right. About reckless spending. What am I doing? We're Fuck changing you. people's lives. Changing people's lives. Come on, man. I don't want to hear any more of these lies. Fuck you, man. Jesus Christ. Grandpa, Grandpa Joe is uh, a little upset, apparently. I don't know. I don't, you know, I'm, I, I try not to follow politics too much. I just thought this video was funny because, yeah, he's kind of pissed off. You know, kind of sounds like your grandpa who gets all pissed off at you. You know, we've all had those moments, right? When grandpa gets pissed off at you and you just kind of, ah, what are you doing? Come on, man. But yeah, grandpa Joe's a little pissed off right now. Uh, uh, you know, even though we're more pissed off because, you know, the economy's kind of shit right now. So, you know, it's whatever. All right. And then here's another palate cleanser right here. We got a dog who has a piece of bread on his face and <laughs> that has eyeballs. I mean, come on. This is this is the good this is the good side of Twitter right here, okay? This is what I try to, you know, a palate cleanse, you know. We just saw angry Grandpa Joe, you know, who's angry at you for the economy, I guess, even though it's partly his fault. But now we have a palate cleanser right here of this dog. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. But then we have this clip. <laughs> Then we have this clip right here. I mean, we're going to be, of course, talking about Amber Heard and the fake news, the fake news that's coming up, of course, you know, about Aquaman 2 and her role and everything. But uh, what the fuck? Uh, all right. Just play the clip. Just play the clip. In the closing arguments, the deaf lawyer said, called your testimony the performance of a lifetime and said you were acting. What do you say to that? Says the lawyer for the man who convinced the world he had scissors for fingers? What? <laughs> what? What was that? I mean, again. I'm not saying that, you know, Johnny Depp put on a performance himself. Sure. But what was that? What was that? Oh my god. I mean like the 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 people that fully 100% defend Amber Heard and say she's completely innocent. I, I just I, this is why. This is why this is why she lost. This is why she lost. I can't I can't. The lawyer. The lawyer. For the man who convinced the world he had scissors for fingers. Convinced the world. I don't think anybody actually thought that Johnny Depp 
had scissors for fingers. He just, you know, acted. Nobody thinks you can breathe underwater either too, Amber. I'm sorry. Oof, man. Oh, my Lord. <sighs> That's just really bad. You know what's kind of funny, too, is, you know, there's there was mention, of course, in the uh, trial as well. It's like, just let it go, Johnny. Just, like, move on, Johnny. Do all this kind of stuff. Amber Heard is not going to move on from this because, yeah, now she's going to be like, well, I lost. Now I got to somehow get on everybody's good side. This is not a way to do it. This is not a way to do it. I mean, my God, it's just what the fuck, man. It's <laughs> somebody needs to tell her to stop. Really, just stop. You're not helping. You're not helping your situation. I'm sorry. You're just not helping the situation. This clip right here just says it all. And I was just like, when I watched it, I couldn't believe that she actually fucking said that. Like, oh, man, this is just as bad. Like, you know, when like uh, when uh, the right, like the Republicans try to go after uh, Matthew McConaughey for the whole gun control thing. And then they go like, oh, yeah, but also uh, Matthew McConaughey. And they show all his roles where he's holding a gun. This is like similar to that i don't know like i always hate that argument when whenever the fucking the goddamn gun control argument comes out and then when 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 celebrities or actors talk about it and then the the republicans come in and start going like yeah but look at you and all your fucking movies with guns you know it's like oh that's fucking fantasy it's fantasy guys come on oh look good lord but you know whatever it's fine uh, yes, Jose, I know you want to defend your girlfriend, your girl, but, uh, man, I can't, I can't, I can't defend her. I really can't defend her, man. So, you know, keep on defending her, Jose. I just, I, I just can't when, you know, yeah, I know that's just a clip, but it's a really bad clip and it's not like, you know, it was a cooked clip anyways, but yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult. That's difficult, man. Just difficult. And then he got uh then he got this right here. It was a perfect detail that few people noticed. Yes, I know. Uh having one foot forward holding uh the Spider-Man mask. Man, this is iconic right here. Totally iconic. I can't believe they actually pulled this off. Yeah, that's right. 2004, 2021. Man, they got Toby Maguire to kind of stand almost like the exact same way as he stood in a poster. Holy shit. It's groundbreaking, totally groundbreaking. Ugh. This is pretty awesome right here. Dark Knight Returns this is from Marco's Ruin right here. Gotta love that. And again, I'm all about the, uh, the 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 pouches, all about the pouches in the utility belt right here. Gotta love that. God damn, that's cool. Hey, Netflix. <laughs> so apparently Netflix has ordered a 10-part series, Squid Game The Challenge, with 456 players competing competing for 4.56 million in cash prize. Now, obviously, um, these people aren't gonna actually die like they do in the uh like they do in the series, but it's just kind of funny how it's like, oh wow. You know, there's 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 a whole like um, meaning behind Squid Game. If you actually watch the series and the fact that people, you know, capitalism kind of thing, like gone awry. Like I'm not a, obviously 
I'm not a guy against capitalism. Capitalism uh, is great, but at the same time, it can be really bad when it comes to, hey, we're just going to take poor people off the street and uh, have them fight for their lives to get like this this crazy prize. I mean, obviously, again, it's not like the people are actually going to get killed if they don't succeed in uh, what's going to be happening in these games. But it's just kind of funny how, you know, it's like, wow. And then it's kind of funny, too, because if you guys know who Mr. Beast is, he already achieved this. He already did this. Six months ago, Mr. Beast, who is arguably probably the top YouTuber right now and, uh, you know, interesting fellow. You know, I've listened to a lot of his videos, saw him on Joe Rogan and stuff. Um, You know, he already like did like a kind of thing like this. Of course, it was just one video that he did this. It wasn't going to be a 10 part series, but it's just kind of funny where Netflix just now thought about this or has it been filmed already and it's going to premiere? I don't know, but. Yeah, they're definitely trying to capitalize on Squid Game right here. So interesting, interesting. Oh, yeah. Remember this, guys? Throwback when uh, some people thought Tom Cruise was going to play Invincible Iron Man in the Multiverse of Madness. Remember this, guys? Oh, that's right. I, I couldn't help but make the uh, make the little, uh, hey, yeah, it was a scoop. Because, yeah, there was a lot of scoopers out there that reported this. And they were, like, sure of it. Now, did any of those... Uh, any of those websites do a retraction? Did any of those websites do a follow-up saying, hey, we were wrong? I'm I'm guessing no. I'm guessing no because, you know, that's the ugly part of the scooping game too is uh, when you're wrong, you know, you just kind of turn your, yep, I don't know, what, what, what happened? I, I don't remember us having that on there, but yet the article will still be up. I don't know. So it was a perfect scoop, right? And this is pretty funny right here. Movie magic. Ha, 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 ha. That's right. Chris Pratt was uh, not real. Chris Pratt wasn't real. The dinosaur is real. It's pretty funny. I like that. And then, uh, hey, more more uh, talk show evil is going away, guys. The Wendy Williams show is, is going to end as well. So no more Ellen. Uh, no more uh, uh, James, uh, James Corden. And then no more Wendy Williams. So, hey. The talk show uh, evilness is finally going away. It's going away, guys. Wendy Williams, um, yeah, she definitely needs to walk away from it. She's had some issues. She's had some issues. And, uh, you know, good on her for going, hey, I need to wrap this up. Don't need to do this anymore. And, uh, you know, she's pretty awful. So, my God. And look what took over Doctor Strange. And look what's the most profitable movie of 2022. Top Gun Maverick. Past Doctor Strange uh, to become the top grossing movie of the U.S. Now, it's not taken over the world yet. Uh, Doctor Strange is like in the $900 million range, but it did take over the U.S., which of course it did. So uh, I think it's currently uh, still under $800 million. It's in the $700 million realm when it comes to world, when it comes to the worldwide box office. And uh, we'll see. Like I said, I mean, we got Lightyear coming out this uh, this weekend, but I'm just kind of wondering with with it being Father's Day weekend, I think there's going to be a, a a little bit of an uptick, a slight uptick. I guess we'll see. And like I said, this is why I'm growing out my uh, my goose stash, growing out the goose stash, so to help out Top Gun Maverick to hit a billion dollars, and hopefully it does because it's starting to get a little uh, annoying. I'm probably going to have to start trimming it soon. Yeah, starting to do uh, its thing where it's like going, hey, it's tickling the lip right there. So, but anyways, 
Yeah. Good on Top Gun Maverick. Love it. Got to love seeing that right there. And then uh, Stranger Things 4 is now Netflix's uh, top English language TV season of all time. As you could say, you know, it says top English language TV season of all time. Yeah, Squid Game is probably still on top. Uh, that's why they had to say English language TV season. So, but yeah, it's uh, definitely there. And like I said, you know, if they're going to uh, they're going to replace uh, Mira, they're going to place Amber Heard in uh, Aquaman 2 as Mira. I mean, there's a lot of green screen, right? So why not just uh, bring back Tignataro? She she won an award from Zack Snyder for being uh, the best green screen performance. So just let it happen. Just let it happen. Let's bring in Tignataro. Why not? And see, everything was there. Anybody who's complaining about Joker 2 being a musical, it would like Todd Phillips was literally, he was paving the way. He was hinting already. There's a lot of times where he's dancing and singing and there's some music in there. I think Todd Phillips was letting it be known. That's why I said Phillips was ready and hinting. So, and then here we go, guys. Uh, you know, this right here. So, obviously, we, you know, we've been talking about this. And this is why this whole, like, the whole thing, like, the, the article that comes out that we're going to be talking about, that's the main topic of this show today about Amber Heard and replacing and blah, blah, blah. You know, some people are thinking that they would actually just, like, you know, she has very little scenes. So, hey, let's just easily just remove her and, uh, you know, replace her with another actress and whatever. It's like... Warner Brothers Discovery is not going to do that, okay? This article just came out today, Warner Brothers Discovery, to cut as much as 30% of the advertising sales force. 30%. Again, Dave Zaslav is just cutting, cutting, cutting. He is trying to cut, 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 cut budgets, cut spending, cut all kinds of things. So that's why I'm like, do you really think that they're going to pour in some money to digitally remove somebody from Aquaman 2 or recast or whatever the fuck. Yeah, no, Aquaman 2 is already a very big budget movie. So why would he do that when he's going to be doing this? But yes, this is happening too. Not only is he cutting spending and budgets and whatnot, but guess what? He's also going to be cutting 30% of the advertising sales force. Why? Probably because he sees that it's not worth it. I don't know. I'm not I'm not I'm not the guy running the company, but I'm willing to bet that he looked at the numbers because Dave Zaslav is all about the numbers and saw that it's like, wait a minute. Why do we have this many people? And this is the, the outcome that they got. They're probably not performing well. So, hey, let's cut off, you know, 30 percent of it and see what happens. But, yeah, that's happening. Warner Brothers Discovery will this week offer buyouts to members of its U.S. ad sales team as part of the plan to shrink the global sales force by as much as 30%, according to the people familiar with the situation. The buyouts are one of the first big cost-cutting steps taken since the formation of the company from Discovery's acquisition of WarnerMedia in April. So there you go. The company has a global ad sales force of 3,000 and about half whom are in the U.S. Warner's goal, cutting about 30% implies of uh, eliminate nearly 1,000 jobs. It sucks. It sucks that people are going to be losing their jobs. You don't like to hear that, but at the same time, it's, it is a business. That's the thing. You know, we always hate, you always hate about, you know, hearing that people are going to be losing their jobs and hopefully they can land on their feet, whoever does. 
But I mean, this guy is just looking at the numbers, and again, it's show it's show business, not show friends. Which that's why it's like, man, getting into uh, the business of show business, that's got to be rough because it, I don't think anybody ever has like you can't have a your job's never secure when you're working for a studio for sure. So we'll see what comes from that. And then yes. Uh, Ryan Reynolds said, dude, uh, I mean, somebody asked him like, dude, Disney bought Fox four years ago. It's time to move on when it talks about him and Hugh Jackman. So we posted this video on TikTok right here. I mean, you know, find you someone who looks at you like, uh, Ryan Reynolds looks at uh, Hugh Jackman or even Hugh Jackman looks at Ryan Reynolds. So one of these days, I mean, I don't know if they're actually hinting that there is going to be some kind of Deadpool Wolverine thing. Who knows? I would hope so. But even Hugh Jackman quote tweeted and said, we are never, ever, ever. So, yeah, even Hugh Jackman said that. So I'm kind of wondering, it's like something going to happen eventually. Who knows? Sony has dated and confirmed its Gran Turismo movie. The film will arrive in theaters on August 11th, 2023. It'll be directed by Neil Blomkamp. So, hey, where's D9 Neil Blomkamp fan guy? Who's out there? Look at this. We got Neil Blomkamp's next movie. It's going to be Gran Turismo, which is totally something different than what he's done before. It's not sci-fi, no aliens, no nothing, no robots. But it's going to be Gran Turismo. I, I played Gran Turismo when I was younger. I remember when Gran Turismo 4 came out on PS2 and how blown away by the graphics everybody was and how i was i played that game like crazy so we'll see what they do with this movie but yeah neil blomkamp doing that uh okay and of course we'll talk about that we'll also talk about how uh the dc uh the dc uh twitter accounts triggered some people and you know they didn't parent you know the the comic book uh the the batman dc account just tweeted out on Batman, and then someone, you know, responded uh, <laughs> by by this random tweet. I suspect something coming from Warner Brothers relevant to Batman, and then of course hashtag Batman and hashtag Restore the Snyderverse, and then DC Comics replied. Or and just go with me for a second. It's just a tweet, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious when I saw it. I was like, that's pretty funny because you know, anytime that. You know, when it comes to tweets or likes or everything, social media, everything has to be, uh, you know, you have to put a magnifying glass in front of it. And then all of a sudden there was like a bunch of, uh, you know, some of the people that uh, will definitely don't like me. Some of the people in here just did not appreciate that, did not appreciate that. So, of course, the dog pile ensued. And to be honest, DC Comics, they don't care. <laughs> it's just like, don't get triggered. Don't get triggered by that. It's not hard to not get triggered, but some of those guys, they get triggered so fucking easily when it comes to that stuff. I swear to God. Promo art for uh, Black Adam right here. We got uh, Hawkman right there and some Black Adam, some Adam Smasher, Justice Society, JSA right there. Pretty cool stuff. Like it. Like it. Also like this too. Hans Zimmer is uh, working on the music for Dune Part 2. Uh, for uh, Denai Vulinyev and doing things that he can't imagine. Yeah, apparently uh, apparently this is probably, I mean, the last, I mean, Dune Part 1, Hans Zimmer's score with that was a fucking, I mean, uh, he always has masterpieces, but there was something about the Dune 
you know, score that was just so, oh, my God. So apparently he's going to be doing something uh, even better when it comes to uh, doing part two. But, of course, he's just hyping up his shit. Why not? Of course, you got to hype up your shit. Why wouldn't you hype up the shit like that? You got to do that. So anyways, okay. So are we doing this? What's going on here? Uh, Let's talk about uh, what's happening with Amber Heard. And all the bullshit, the fake news, the fake news of uh, what's happening here with uh, everything. Just Jared, what are you doing? That's what happened at first. Um, I've told you guys, I mean, one of the things that I speculated, this wasn't like anything I heard or anything like that. But one of the things I speculated when it came to the new test screenings for Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom is I thought they would. Okay, so we heard that so we heard that Amber Heard <laughs> we heard that Amber Heard was only going to be in it for less than 10 minutes. Okay, we heard that and it was like, all right, that does make sense. Diminish the role. It's obviously going to be more about Arthur and uh, Orm. It's going to be a, a brother movie and they're going to take on Black Manta. Uh, makes sense that, you know, Mara doesn't really need to be there. And it kind of like, hey, after all the shit that's going on with the, the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial, it's like, yeah, you want to. Let's minimize the role just a little bit uh, more than it actually was. Or maybe it was always like that from the beginning. We heard that Walter Hamada, of course, testified and was like, yes, we felt that Jason Momoa and Amber Heard didn't have the best chemistry, which I can agree with. I could see like, yeah, chemistry wasn't that wasn't the greatest. Could have been better. You know, get somebody else in there. Who knows? I don't know. Wasn't the greatest. But uh, then, of course, people were speculating and saying, like, oh, she's going to be full on. She's going to be full on, like, uh, removed from the entire thing. And then I speculated. I was like, how much you want to bet that they would actually do a test screening of both having her in it and then having her not in it? I don't know if that's actually happening. Like I said, it was just speculation. Uh, but then, of course, today, now that, uh, you know, all the interviews are coming out with her, which I'm like, Jesus Christ, she's just going to we're not going to hear. She's just going to keep going, going and going, you know. God knows what's going to be next. You know, Johnny Depp's just like, hey, I'm good. I'm going to release an album with what's his name. That's all I'm doing right now. You know, I'm not going to take any interviews. I'm sure there's been tons of interviews offered to uh, Johnny Depp. And he's like, fuck that. I'm done. You know, my, you know, the job's done. I, I now look better than she does. That's all that matters. She, of course, is going to try to save face, uh, even though it was like, let it go, Johnny. Let it go. Let it go, Johnny. No, you know, she's the one that's not going to be letting it go. But. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, this is interesting. And I will say that Miss uh, Grace! Miss Grace Randolph, she actually tweeted something out, which I thought, good on you, Grace, because she even said, don't believe the stuff you hear. I don't even remember exactly what the tweet she said, but she goes, a lot of people, there's a lot of people out there, and this is absolutely true because it's just, it's just the world we live in. There's a lot of people built up a big, huge audience by covering the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, the defamation trial. A lot of people did. A lot of people got a lot of views and probably got a lot of subscribers and all that stuff. They saw a big boom. And now now it's like, oh, shit, the trial is over. I got to keep on talking about this as much as possible. I don't know. I'm not I'm not accusing just Jared.com for posting this article right here just to keep up the, the conversation. But I'm thinking that it has a little bit to do with it. Or they just got some bad intel. But this is the article right here. Amber Heard cut from Aquaman 2 will be recast. Exclusivo! That's right. Of course, they use exclusive. Um, it says right here, Warner Brothers decided to recast 
Amber Heard's role after screen testing the movie. They're going to uh, be doing reshoots with Jason Momoa and Nicole Kidman. I love how they threw Nicole Kidman in here. The insider shared to just share it, adding that the new actress would play Mira in Aquaman 2 and any future DC films. Update! Sources close to the Aquaman production have shot us an update saying Amber has not been completely cut from the film. She still has a small role. Our other sources, our other sources, uh, you know, the one that is most likely some fucking, you know, idiot um, with um, who's got uh, hot pocket grease on his fingertips uh, has said that uh, still has Amber uh, will be recast and will update our readers as more information rolls in. It's like bullshit right here. Such bullshit. If anything, she's actually going to be in the movie more than 10 minutes. That's what's funny about this whole thing. A lot of people are reporting that too from the test screenings. It's like, actually, Amber Heard is going to be in it more than we thought. So it's like, what the fuck? I mean, this is what's so ridiculous about this. And this is what I was even told too when it came to talking uh, to uh, people that are within that world and getting in the information. It's just like, what does all this stem from? Again, it's just fake, 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 News. Now, will she be recast for Aquaman 3 if Aquaman 3 actually happens? Probably. I would not be surprised if that were the case. Or they just leave out Mira altogether. They might do that too. But everything's such a mess right now. Uh, I'm Bill Richardson. Yeah. Yeah. Tom. Yeah, I know, right? We need the, uh, we need the, um, uh, the MF and dudes, right? Uh, to report on something. Maybe they'll have a report tomorrow. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. But it's just it's just funny how this, like, all of a sudden, it was just like, hey, yeah, 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 she's completely removed now. It's like, yeah, that'll look good. That looks good. Yeah, she's completely removed from the movie. It's like, no. I'm willing to guess that she's going to have a small role, for sure. Not going to be the main part of it. They're not going to they're, they're not gonna market Aquaman 2 with her in it. Probably not. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, this whole thing that she's been completely removed and people just fucking swallowed it up big time again because they're the ones that are like 100 percent on John Johnny Depp's side. And I don't know. It's just the tribalism. The tribalism is always crazy. It's like, oh, yeah, well, fuck this bitch. Yeah, she should be removed and blah, blah, blah. It's like you got to look at it from a business side, too. It's not going to look good um, if they do this. And I'm sure like James Wan cannot wait to finally just, hey, let's release a movie. Hopefully people will enjoy it. I'm out. I'm out. I'm going to go ahead and go back to making crazy fucking horror movies. No longer doing these big, huge uh, CBMs. How many? I mean, Jesus Christ. I feel bad for James Wan. <laughs> and Jason Momoa. I feel bad for him, too. Because it's like, God damn. Jason Momoa is trying to be neutral as hell. I mean, obviously, when it came to uh, when people were like people were like pulling out their jeweler's loop and being like, who who liked Johnny Depp's post? And it was only and it was a bunch of fucking celebrities that liked Johnny Depp's post. And they were like, ah, because they want to cancel all those people. And then they looked at who uh, liked Amber Heard's post after the verdict. And only two people did. But Jason Momoa liked both posts. Because he's trying to be as neutral as possible. It's Jason fucking Momoa. He's the friendliest dude that you'll ever see. He wants to be everybody's friend. He wants to be cool with everybody. Of course, if you fuck with him, I would never want to do that. You get you get that you get that you get that mean look from Jason Momoa. I mean, you literally will shit yourself. But yeah, 
it's just kind of funny. Like all this kind of came out and then even variety came out and said, Hey, 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 no, no, that's actually not the case, not the case, but it's already out there. A lot of people are uh, commenting on it, but it's just, it's, it's pretty ridiculous, pretty ridiculous. And I, you know, even when I saw it, I was like that kid, no, that's not going to be the case. And it's not the case. It's fucking, it's fake, fake, fake news, total fake news. So don't believe it guys. I don't know what's going to end up being in the final cut. That's uh, that's up in the air right now. I mean, obviously, they're just kind of testing everything out. But I just I, I don't see them fully removing her. But I would not be surprised if she's in it like almost 20 minutes. I wouldn't be surprised if that did get cut down to maybe 10 minutes. But I, I was speculating that they maybe had a cut where she's not in it. But, if you know, maybe there's a part that she does need to play in the movie and they can't help but do that. Now, the only reshoots that happened were probably uh, with some post-credit scenes, you know, the connective tissue. There's always there's been that stuff that's been floating around, too. And I don't really want to be the guy who's just like, spoiler alert, but, you know. I'm just saying, maybe there's like some of that probably got a little tweaked. But again, why would Warner Brothers Discovery remove an actress? And if they're going to do the whole like Army of the Dead thing with Chris D'Elia and Tignataro, you know how much that would cost? First off, you'd have to probably pay out. You'd probably have to pay out Amber Heard for that because it's probably a breach of contract. So they have to pay her out. They'd have to pay another actress to come in, shoot the scenes. And then if they were going to digitally put her in the movie, that is a lot of money. That's millions of more dollars that they would have to pay. And this movie already costs a shit, shit ton. So just look at it like that. Logistically, it does not make any fucking sense. So don't believe this stuff. If anything, they're just going to cut down the role. That's about it. That's the cheapest option, obviously, because editing, that happens naturally. But they're not going to fucking do, you know, that whole thing. You can make jokes about it like I did. Like, hey, yeah, just have Tignataro be be Mira, sure. But they're not going to do that shit. So get that out of your heads. Get that out of your heads. And then now we got Batman. We got Batman on Batman stuff. Now, this is not the, uh, this is not the, um, I mean, we've already heard Matt Reeves talk about Ben Affleck's Batman script before. We have. It's not the first time that we've heard this. Um, you know, so by by no means. But apparently, you know, he was on another little podcast thing and was talking about uh, his Batman. And then, of course, it was brought up about Ben's Batman. And speaking of Ben, thank you, Mr. Ben Everett's right there for the $10 Super Chat. They're not going to remove her. She is very likely going to be downplayed and removed from the marketing. That's what I. Yeah. See, we're on this. We're on the same page, Ben. Very much on the same page. So, we got this right here, which was floating around, and I was like, "Didn't we already hear about this?" But apparently, this a little bit new. So we got, uh, you know, we got Matt Reeves talking about Ben Affleck's Batman script again. So here's the uh, the quote right here. Uh, this time he was on Jeff Goldsmith's podcast. Uh, and it says, uh, you know, and that uh, Affleck's version could have been a very exciting movie. Of course it would have been. It would have been a very exciting movie. But uh, we have this right here where 
says the movie was originally going to be directed by Ben Affleck, which we know in the script they sent me had been written by Ben, but rewritten by another very talented writer. Uh, I think we all know who that could possibly be. And when it, when I read it, I was like, oh, I get it. It was a standalone Batman film that was centered on Ben's version of the character, but it was more action-driven than what I felt I could do. I didn't connect to the movie in terms of me as a filmmaker. It was very James Bondian. I, uh, it was filled with a lot of set pieces. It could have been a very exciting movie for someone else to do, but it wasn't for me to do. Interestingly, I think Ben wasn't so sure he wanted to, uh, to do it because he ultimately stepped away from doing Batman altogether, probably because of the choices in his life and at the time and what he wanted to do. I said, look, I think maybe I'm not the person for this. And I explained to them why I love this character. I told them that there have been so many great movies, but if I were to do this, I'd have to make it personal so that I uh, so that I understood what was going to do with it. And and basically he just goes on by saying so that I know where to put the camera so that I know what to tell the actors so that I know what the story should be, which all makes absolute sense. I respect the absolute shit out of Matt Reeves. For not just fully, you know, for reading Ben's script. I mean, we were all excited for it. We're like, oh my God. So the next, so Ben Affleck's Batman movie is going to be directed by the guy from Planet of the Apes. Holy shit, it's going to be great. But I respect the absolute shit out of him. He was like, you know what? This was Ben's vision. This is not what I would do with the character. So he turned it down. And we heard that before. He said it before too, where he flat out turned it down, gave his pitch and then walked away, finished uh, War of the Planet of the Apes, not thinking that Warner Brothers was actually going to call him up, but they did and said, how much time do you want, pretty much? And they gave him a lot of time. They gave him a lot of time, you know? I just kind of wonder, when did Ben Affleck know that he wasn't going to actually do this or anything like that? I mean, we saw the tweet where he said, welcome to the Batcave, Matt Reeves. You know, we heard him at Comic-Con where he said that he'd gladly play an ape for Matt Reeves. You just kind of wonder, was that just Ben Affleck playing the game? I, I think it kind of was. And he was already just kind of like, yep, not doing this movie, you know, sadly, because we heard him talk about it and how a friend of his, which we all assume is Matt Damon or possibly his brother Casey, that said, if you do this movie, it will kill you. You know, so he dropped out of it, obviously, because of health reasons, mental health, all that stuff, which I commend the shit out of Ben Affleck for doing that, too. As much as I want to see it. I would not want anything bad to happen to the man, obviously. Um, that's why when I still see people doing the hashtag make the Batflick movie, it's not it's not that it's up, you know, it's not trying to convince the studio. You actually would have to convince the man himself. And if you're going to try to convince the man himself, really think about that, <laughs> you know, because we know why he decided not to do it because of his own health, okay, his own life, his sobriety, you know. So it's like... So, you know, you just got to you got to think about it. that's why I, I don't like seeing the make the bat fleck uh, hashtag and I don't use it because it's it was mainly up to the dude. And we've heard what he had to say about that as much as I want to see it. And maybe eventually we could see it in some kind of form or some kind of something, which would be great. I mean, but, you know, you just got to respect the man and respect what he was going through while he was Batman. As great as it was, and he's still my favorite cinematic Batman, but 
guy went through some hell when it came to that. So, but I commend Matt Reeves for not taking on that and doing his very own version. And uh, yeah, that's why Matt Reeves is awesome. And now we got the Nev Campbell controversy. My God, so many controversies. Um, we've talked about this, how she's not going to be in a scream, what six, right? Scream six, because, you know, she released a statement saying that she didn't feel like, uh, they gave her the, the value to play, uh, Sydney once again. So she definitely is not going to be in it. And then of course, after that, it just kept on coming out and, uh, you know, other actors that are part of the, uh, of the franchise, we're totally like, yeah, I agree. David Arquette said, yeah, I agree. I, I can understand why and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, even um, even uh, what's her name who uh, played in the Scream series, which is um, Emma Roberts. She had this to say. She basically said that uh, someone just sent me that. The news about Campbell's departure last night. And I was like, this can't be real news. Like, this has to be fake. I mean, she's queen. That's all I have to say. Okay, so that was good. But then we have, uh, then we have, um, then we have Mr. Uh, then we have Mr. Roberts, right? Or not Mr. Roberts, but Mr. Uh, Lillard, Matthew Lillard, right here, who um, basically was on a podcast and talked about this. And Tom Cruise take. I, this is his take is really not that great. It's not that great which is interesting, but listen to what he had to say about this. Matthew Lillard, of course, who was in the first Scream, and we all know who he was. Did Tom Cruise take less money for Maverick 5? <laughs> Fuck no. Fuck no, dude. <laughs> no. Okay, so he's now comparing Nev Campbell to Tom Cruise. That's right. Let's continue. So why is a woman supposed to take less? Why yeah. wouldn't you pay? Why wouldn't you pay her more as the series goes on? And was Scream Five a hit or not a hit? It was a smash hit. Did they make a shit yeah, ton exactly. of money? Yes. Should Nev Campbell mm-hmm. be paid for the work she's done in five movies as a franchise? Yes, because she is a female lead of a horror, like one of the most successful horror franchises. In fact, I think it's the most successful horror franchise. Well, I don't know how you categorize that, but okay. It's I'm sure there's some sort of algorithm. Right? It's successful. Yeah. So, I mean, again, like, they're always looking to pinch pennies and, and of course. pull Not one over on as many Cruise. people. Not when it comes to Tom Cruise. Yeah, well, Tom Cruise right? What? But, totally, yeah. But, I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. But in the horror world, you could, you could easily say she's, you know, Tom Cruise level in the horror world for that franchise, especially. Is she? 100%. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I guess. How is that movie made, that franchise made over its life? Yeah. All right. So, I like Matthew Lillard. I do a lot. But, of course, he's doing that whole thing of, like, oh, it's sexist, it's sexist, it's sexist. And I'm just kind of going, like, well, first off, does anybody know how big her fucking role is or was supposed to be in Scream 6? Go back to Scream 5. Did she have a huge role in that one? Not that huge of a role. She was, like, halfway through... She showed up. She didn't have that big of a role. They have new stars. And then when it comes to the whole, like, and I get it, like the whole pay gap, the gender gap, you know, that that whole thing when it comes to Hollywood and whatnot. But I'm just kind of going like, all right. But you realize that the baton was handed. Like, who 
there's no male top build fucking, you know, character that's in this next movie. I'm guessing because you have Jenna Ortega, you have the girl who played the older sister, who's mainly now the Sydney role. Now you have Courtney Cox. There's where's the sexism when it comes to this? I don't know. New subscriber, Judy Stewart. Hi, thank you. So I'm just kind of going on like, okay, that's interesting. And then, and then Matthew Litter goes with the, you know, compares Nev Campbell to Tom Cruise and nothing against Nev Campbell, but it's Tom Cruise. You know, I'm like, ee, that's just a bad comparison when it comes to that. In my eyes, I'm like, does anybody else feel like that too? It's like, that's just like a bad, you know, Tom Cruise is literally like hanging off of airplanes. He's flying helicopters. He's going to be launching himself into a canyon off of a motorcycle. I'm just kind of going like, what the hell? Okay, so why would, and, 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 and again, I don't even think Matthew Lillard knows how, pivotal her role was supposed to be in this new screen movie it's it's going to be taking place in new york city this time i'm willing to bet that her her role was pretty small and she just didn't see the value of it i think a lot of people are are making a big stink out of this because they like to make a big stink out of this because she's a woman and they want to bring up sexism and blah 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 and it's funny too because yes i understand that that's always been a thing when it comes to how you pay these uh, actors, you know, when it comes to the man and the woman and the leads and whatever. But it's just funny because anytime that anytime that um, an actress is paid more than the actor, that's never talked about, never celebrated, never talked about. I always talk about uh, the movie Passengers with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence got like six million dollars more than Chris Pratt when she had less screen time. Chris Pratt had to carry the movie for like the first 20 to 30 minutes, but still got paid less. Why? She was the bigger name. Yes. Same thing happens too. apparently when it came to La La Land, Emma Stone got paid more than Ryan Gosling, even though Ryan Gosling literally had a trained himself how to play piano and all this stuff. She still got the more upfront paycheck. I think they both got back end stuff. If my research uh, uh, is good is, but, but the, but the fact of the matter is she made more than Ryan Gosling never gets talked about, never gets talked about because you can't just, you can't, for some reason we can't celebrate when it actually happens. And I'm sure there's other movies where it happens too. It's just never mentioned. Anytime that it's mentioned when it's something like this, everybody's got to get outraged because outrage is what gets the clicks. Outrage is what gets the attention. You know, there's never a celebration of when, Hey, guess what? You know, so-and-so the, the actress got paid more than the actor never gets mentioned. So that's what sucks about this whole thing. And now, but I think I'm like, dude, Matthew Lillard, what are you, you're comparing her to Tom Cruise. Don't do that. That's, I wouldn't compare. I mean, you couldn't even compare like, you know, actors, you know, male actors to Tom Cruise and payment, stuff like that. But it's all just a little weird, man. Uh, it's all just weird. And I, and I just hate that. It's like, why, why immediately do we do that and do the outrage thing? I just want Nev Campbell to come out and go like, ho, ho, wait a minute, guys. Uh, they only had me in the movie like for 10 pages and I just didn't find it was worth it. That would be pretty awesome if Nev Campbell came out and actually said, well, wait a minute, because isn't it a little weird that she turned down the role, but production started on time. So I'm willing to bet that she had a pretty damn small role. Now, maybe she's just fed up with it. She's fed up with, you know, acting in scenes where she has to run around like a kitchen with something with ghost face and a fucking knife. And she's just tired of it. After five movies, maybe she's just tired of it. That could be it. And then maybe down the line, like they did with Halloween, 
You know, they're going like 10 years, 15 years down the line, line we can have, you know, a, a reboot, a soft reboot of the series. And Sydney will come back and she'll be all badass like Jamie Lee Curtis was in the Halloween reboot. Maybe that'll happen. But let's relax. There's really no controversy here. There really isn't. But people are making it like that. That's what's so funny. And when they keep on asking like the actors, it's like, geez. <sighs> but again, Mr. Lillard. Let's relax a little bit. Let's relax. Okay. <sighs> Had to rant off a little bit about that. Let's talk about Lightyear. Who's looking forward to Lightyear? Huh? Buzz Lightyear? The li- well, not the live action, but, you know, not the toy version of Lightyear. So we got controversy here, too. We got two controversies when it comes to, uh, to Lightyear. Okay. Now, let's talk about the reviews first. Um, let me see here. Of course, I got to pull up the Devil Fruit site. But, uh, you know, uh, the, the reviews have flowed in when it comes to uh, Lightyear. And this is what we have right here. We got it at 82%, which is actually pretty shocking. I would have thought this would have been in the 90s. I'm actually pretty surprised that uh, this movie is not getting more praise than, it actually, than, 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 you know, it's Pixar for shit's sake. Lightyear uh, settles for being a rather conventional origin story instead of reaching for the stars. But the gorgeously animated adventure, I believe, uh, accomplishes the mission of a straightforward fun. So apparently it's pretty generic is what the consensus is right here. But yes. So a lot of, you know, mainly good reviews, of course. Lightyear feels like that horrible moment when you broke a much-loved toy. Yeah. That's pretty gruesome. <laughs> that was always bad. Remember when you broke a, your favorite toy? If you can divorce Lightyear's shareholder appeasing origins from its actual cinematic accomplishments, then we're left with uh, blah blah blah. Uh, then we're left we're at, then we're left with a rather beautiful, often thrilling, sometimes devastating adventure. So you know a lot of good stuff still. Lightyear has things to say about ambition and connection, self reliance and absolution. Uh, and that just scratches its supernaturally shiny surface. So that's good right there. Here's another bad one for Mr. Scott Menzel, which I always uh, enjoy seeing his reaction to these movies. He's always very positive. Lightyear isn't necessarily a bad film, and my uh, criticism isn't with the way the film looks, but rather how the writers completely ignore the history that Pixar has created with this character. So that's interesting. So that's I like that kind of review because he's not saying it's bad, but he was like, oh, it was missing what was built up with the four Toy Story movies that are out there. So I I actually really I really dig uh, what he had to say right there. But now let's get to the controversial part, because, hey, 82 percent, that's still pretty good. Still will get a fucking certified uh, tomato right there. So no big deal. I'm still going to go see it on Thursday. Looking forward to it. But then we have <laughs> then we have Patricia Heaton right here. We have Patricia Heaton that is basically saying uh, that she was like, uh, I don't know if you guys, you know, who Patricia Heaton is. She's a Raymond, you know, um, I can't do it. You know, yeah, she was the the, the wife of uh, Everybody Loves Raymond right here. And um, so basically she had to say this right here. And apparently this started trending. She said, I saw the trailer for Buzz Lightyear. And all I could say is Disney Pixar made a huge mistake in not casting my pal, of course, Tim Allen, in the, the role that he originated, the role that he owns. Tim is Buzz. Why would they completely castrate this iconic, beloved 
character. Castrate. So she, so they castrated the role. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. So now she was saying that, and, like, literally castrate was, uh, castrate was trending today. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why is castrate? And then I looked at the description. I went, oh, boy. Really? Uh, man, that's, that's ridiculous. And then there was, all, of course, the controversy that um, Saudi Arabia and various countries aren't going to show Lightyear because apparently there's a same-sex thing that's happening. I don't know if a kiss happens. I think a kiss might happen or something like that. A little peck. But, yes, there's, uh, there's, uh, there's gay that happens in here. And, uh, you know, so there's that whole controversy. Chris Evans, of course, who's uh, voicing Buzz Lightyear. And, and it kind of makes you wonder, too. Like, I'm, I was disappointed that Tim Allen's not going to be playing Buzz Lightyear. Like, I'm with you, Patricia Heaton. But at the same time, it, I didn't really think too much of it. And I thought, well, you know, Tim Allen's up there in age this is supposed to be an origin story of a young buzz lightyear so you know get somebody you know get captain america i mean i thought that was fine i thought that was fine like you get the guy who fucking played captain america i thought that was pretty good you know i didn't i didn't i didn't have any disappointments of that but i will miss the fact that i it's not going to be tim allen because i love you know tim allen but um when it came to the controversy about the you know, the whole thing and this is of course this is what disney keeps on you know, running into because obviously they want to be as inclusive and they want to show as much as possible because there's always backlash when it comes to Disney. Uh, but then there's, you know, sadly, there's countries that aren't quite as open and inclusive as us, even though people make it seem that America isn't and we're just in a horrible place. It's like, no, there's some places out there that are just like, no, you're going to have that shit in your movie. Guess what? We ain't playing it. Sorry. And it's like, what sucks about it, though, I just wish that these celebrities, these actors would actually call it out, but they don't. Chris Evans had to say this. He said it's tough. Not, uh, it's tough to not be a little frustrated that even um, even as uh, even has to be the topic of discussion. That is that it is this kind of news. The goal is that we can get to a point where it is the norm. Yes. And we've gotten to the point where it is the norm. But sadly, there's places out there like Saudi Arabia and those places and China. That's right. Captain America, why don't you mention something about China, okay? What are you too scared, huh? Is the Disney overlords uh, going to uh, come knocking on your door, sniper rifle through the window if you uh, call out China? That's right. But of course they won't call out China. Yeah, can't call out China. But, uh, you know, it's just the way it is. Just the way it is. You know, some countries do not welcome that still. And, you know, you kind of just go, man, I mean, it is 2022. It's like, what are we still doing here, folks? You know, and I'm not going to go into detail when it comes to the, the certain countries that don't like this stuff and what they actually do um, sometimes. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, it can be pretty bad. But it's just at the same time, it's like, all right. We want it to be the norm, and it very much is in various countries. But, yeah, certain countries don't do it. But it's like it's it's a controversy. But at the same time, it's like, well, hopefully, and what we keep on seeing, you know, when it comes to what's happening in the box office right now with certain things, uh, you know, Doctor Strange. I don't think Doctor Strange was released in China either. 
was it? I don't think it was. Top Gun Maverick wasn't. I mean, yeah, let's try to have a uh, an awesome box office without having countries that don't welcome this kind of shit. I mean, there's nothing wrong with just being like, yeah, fuck them. Fuck them. Who cares? They don't want it. They don't need it. Let's all enjoy it ourselves. You know, it's not going to bug anybody else. I mean, I, I mean, I understand it. You got the diehard like Republicans and conservatives that, of course, are always going to be making the uh, uh, the comments and stuff like that. I mean, personally, when I'm, you know, this is a kid's movie. When I was a kid, even even now, <laughs> if I'm watching a movie with my mom and there's some like kissing, whether it's it's a, a guy and a girl or two dudes or two ladies, there's some kissing going on. I'm just like, you know, I remember just always being uncomfortable in front of but i'm not thinking that this is a pixar movie i don't think there's gonna be two characters fucking making out with each other with tongues and shit uh, can you imagine like animating that shit just oh, 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 oh. no i'm pretty sure it's just gonna be like oh yeah there's a same-sex couple maybe a little peck who the fuck gives a shit move on okay but yeah but you know how it is nowadays the discourse for all that stuff anyways okay <sighs> That's all we got right there when it comes to the topics. Uh, am I canceled yet? Did I get canceled? Am I canceled? Probably. Anyways, let's get to your Twitter questions right here. All right. Where are we at? Where are we at? Here we go. Twitter questions. Well, hold on. Let me, let me do a little read-through first and make sure that there's nothing that's going to be... Uh, Getting me in trouble. Oh, shit. That's funny. Um, okay. Up, up. There's always the one at the end. Let's see. I don't even know what that is. Probably don't even read that one. That's weird. Okay. Let's get to the Twitter questions. Okay, Mr. Lane. Hey, Dave. No question. Just uh, showing my love for your Dave stash. That's right. Thank you, sir. Got my Dave stash still going. We'll see what happens. Like I said, we'll get to that billion dollars for Top Gun Maverick, and then I'll shave it off. Maybe. Maybe I'll keep it. You never know. Mr. Eric M. Blake. Hey, Dave, here's a fun question in honor of Joker Part Two. Are you a man of culture like myself to the point of enjoying movie musicals? I'm not a big musical guy, but, you know, going back to uh, the previously mentioned uh, La La Land, really enjoyed that movie. Uh, I think it's because my mom put on Grease way too much, and I got I did I just hated Grease when I was growing up. I respect it now, but maybe I had a little bit of that. I'm not a big musical guy. Which one's your favorite? Mine's Singing in the Rain. I'm gonna have to say La La Land. I mean, yeah, La La Land was probably my favorite. I mean, I, that movie really impressed me. The Music Man, as uh, as he says right here. Captain Gator Girl. Hey, Dave, you know why you're, they're called Dodgers? Because they're constantly dodging home plate. <laughs> I like it. I like it, Nikki. I like it. But sadly, the Dodgers are still in first place, maybe. Or the Padres in first place now. But anyways, yes. But when they played the Giants, they were actively dodging the home plate. That's right. Ah, Thank you, Nikki. Appreciate that. Ryan, apparently Miles Teller is open to play in a DC or another Marvel movie. How about a Joseph Kaczynski-directed Green Lantern film features Miles as Hal Jordan, Wayne T. Carr as John Stewart, and I, uh, Ian Gallagher as Guy Gardner? 
like where your head's at. I know anytime that there's like somebody out there in a big movie, they are, everybody always starts to like cast them like, Hey, they should, they should be so-and-so they should be. We always do that. Right. Anytime there's like a popular movie out there or a popular actor, it's like, Hey, what superhero role would they be perfect for? I mean, I did see this kind of stuff, but you know, it's still fun. And to be honest, a miles Teller, Hal Jordan, I wouldn't, I would be okay with it. You know, but it's just we're we're all thinking that because obviously he plays a pilot in Top Gun and Hal Jordan pilot and bomber's jacket and all that stuff. And uh, but I could see it. I could definitely see it. And I like your uh, your cast right there. Not too bad. Yeah. Bring back Wayne T. Carr. He deserves it. He deserves it. Uh, David, the Batman ninth year anniversary of Man of Steel, Superman's first flight, Henry Smile. Always gets me. That's right. The first flight. Always good stuff. Gotta love it. Um, what is this right here? I absolutely love the idea of Joker and Harley musical. My only fear is that they do a third one. Chances of Batman might increase, but at the same time, I don't think they will go that route. P.S. Me laughing at the rumors. This is pretty funny right here because there's like this filter that people are using with Snapchat that create a pretty crazy face on people so watch this <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> whoa buddy that's scary that's scary chunky dickster oh my god omg there's just so much drama and controversies going on right now ezra amber lightyear nev campbell and so on i'm just gonna go and rewatch barry there you go i still have to watch barry speaking about barry you said yesterday you will watch it after the latest season is done well it finished on sunday well there you go i guess i should do that then guess i should do that nev campbell won't be in scream six but she will be in twisted metal well there you go it could have been a scheduling conflict, too. Maybe that was part of it. She was like, you know what? I had, they, had, they made it a small role for me in Scream 6. I'm going to go over here and do Twisted Metal instead. So there you go. I'm telling you, it's, it's just overblown. Everybody's just bl overblowing it. And I have no idea. This is all like weird. I don't know what this is right here. Um, somebody put that in there. I think it's like a crypto NFT thing. <laughs> So I'm not even going to mention that comment right there. But but yeah, man, I mean, I, it's going to be funny when Nev Camel goes, yeah, I didn't expect it to blow up like it did. It was just going to be a small role. I just wasn't down for it. I had other things going for me and I just felt it just didn't it wasn't it wasn't enough for me to come back. It's going to be funny if Nev Campbell just come. hopefully she does that because I'm willing to bet that that's the case. And people are just blowing it out, you know, especially, again, Matthew Lillard. Call call up Nev and see what the deal was. Was it that? Was it the fact that they weren't paying her a lot? Or was it the fact that she just wasn't in it that much? And she's just tired of running away from Ghostface Stabby Stabby. I'm thinking that's the case. Okay? Let's relax. All right. So there's the show, gang. Thank you guys for spending some time with me. Appreciate it. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Hit that uh, notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff. Subscribe to the channel if you want to become a member and support the channel. Hit the join button. Or you got the Patreon right there, which also support right there. And I try to put some exclusive stuff on there. I think I'm going to drop a little clip of uh, from my Jurassic World. My Jurassic World. Um, was it the spoiler review? Yeah, spoiler review where <laughs> I was just talking and I realized, wow, I should not say that. 
Yeah, it's a pretty funny. I'm, I'm probably going to drop it on there one, some, one, sometime this week. And it was just one of those things where I immediately went, nope, can't say that. Yeah. Cancel. I could have got canceled. That's for sure. So. But yeah, try to put some exclusive stuff on that. All the sock meds are down below. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. All that stuff's there. So follow me on there if you haven't already. Do all that. And uh, everybody, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Same junkie time, same junkie channel. Talk to you later.